ML Nation, episode 172. Because it's really giving hope to the people whose hopes have been broken. I think we are able, we are going to be able to influence more and more people and just bring some great changes in their lives. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chess. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. Hey, this is Simon Chan, and before we start a show, here's something that will really help you all you women out there, and that's the Ambitious Woman Success Club. Ambitious Woman Success Club is the only on-demand coaching out there, and specifically geared towards women. It's led by seven-figure earner Esther Spina, which has been on ML Nation before, and Amy Applebaum, a renowned business coach. So what is on-demand coaching? Have you ever been stuck and needed help? Don't have someone... And this is the reason I recommend this is because I have my own insider program, but there's no way I can handle all the questions on demand, right? So the cool thing about a success club is if you ever stuck with something, you call this number and someone will return your call and actually answer a business expert will help you out with whatever you need help with and help you get unstuck so it's really really cool check it out ambitious woman success club there's nothing around anything out there like this on-demand coaching and you can get it at a fraction of the cost so you're not paying like five hundred dollars an hour or these rates that normally what people coaches pay you pay a fraction of the cost because it's shared by everyone so it's ambitious woman success club just check it out at mlnation.net forward slash club MLNation.net forward slash club. ML Nation, this is Simon Chen, and I am fired up to bring a special guest today, Martha Ermias. Martha, are you ready to make it happen? I am ready, Simon. Martha Ermias is originally from Eritrea, a tiny East African country by the Red Sea, and came to America as a graduate student. She studied international business and found a career as an administrator at a community college. Martha was happy with her job until she discovered network marketing and learned that there was so much more to life that she wanted to experience. She got started in MLM and within 18 months, she earned over 100000 and reached almost to the top of the ranks at her company. Martha was grateful to network marketing and calls it her personal development vehicle. So Martha, I've given ML Nation just a brief intro, but please share more about your background, when you came to the U.S., and how you came across network marketing. Thank you so much, Simon. First of all, I just want to say thank you for what you do. Um, I am a, a dedicated listener of MLM Nation. I've listened to all of the episodes this far, and your show has helped me and my team grow in the profession. So I just want to say thank you for what you do. Well, you're welcome. It makes my day to hear that like, actually the leaders on the show listen to the show. So, um, And we have been around for a little bit over a year, and you know you have grown your business, and part of what I do is just to help people. So you made my day. Thank you for sharing that. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, to give you a little bit of my background, uh, my parents are from Eritrea. I was born and raised in Ethiopia. Later, I moved to Eritrea where I finished my college education. And after that, about um, close to 17 years ago, I came to the United States as an international student. And I decided to stay here. Even though I had a normal upbringing and a great family life back home, the opportunities in general are very limited, and I knew I would have better chances of doing greater things if I came to the U.S. So it was tough, though, at the beginning, and I struggled as I was adjusting to a new culture and a new life in the U.S. I am also a little bit of an introvert person by nature, which kind of contributed to my slow adjustment. So I stayed very close to my Eritrean church family in Los Angeles, which, of course, is, are really my blessings. But the experience as a whole made me a very cautious and complacent person. And that behavior transitioned into my work life as well as other parts of my life. I feared change and any type of risk. By God's grace, I was able to build a career in community college administration, and I thought that was the best I could do in life until I came across network marketing. I was working as an assistant dean when I first discovered network marketing. So, uh, who, um, who, how did you get approached? Was it what a student in a college? Was it a friend? Who approached you? I was actually approached by an old time friend from from church. He, um, I hadn't talked to him for a long time, and. 
one day he just called me and uh, he kind of introduced me a little bit, but really didn't explain it that much. And uh, to be honest, I wasn't really open. I was a little bit skeptical about opportunities like that. So I didn't even ask a lot of questions. But one thing I understood was if I signed up, I would be helping him. So I be you know, out of the desire for me to help him, I went ahead and signed up and forget forget about it completely. So for about a month, I did not do anything in my business. Um, fortunately, if he hadn't done that, I don't think I'll be here today. He helped me uh, get my first check. So when I saw the check deposited in my bank account, that's when I became very curious. So I started asking him a lot of questions because I really, I was still not open. I was very skeptical, but I kept on asking him tons of questions over, I would say, about two weeks period of time. And at that time, you know, I was kind of not even like asking to learn. I was kind of like trying to prove that it was um, just didn't understand it. So I sometimes I would say it's too good to be true. How can someone be paid so much money for doing so little? Um, obviously, it's really my ignorance. And as he kept on providing me with information, training videos and materials like that, I became educator gradually. And um, at that point, I, I just saw network marketing for what it was, and I really got excited about it. So when you joined, well, let me ask you, um, he, he approached you, did he send you to like a home meeting or send you an online video? What was the, how did you, or did he present to you? He just told me over the phone and uh, he sent me a link to his website and that's when I saw the name of the company. Uh, didn't see any video, didn't see anything. I just signed up because I really, all I was thinking about was just helping him you know, do the business that I, he believed in. But I, at the back of my mind, I thought he was actually um, deceived by it or anything, but I, did, I didn't want to say anything. I just wanted to help him. I see. So once you joined, I'm sure uh, he invited you to trainings and things, but you just never went, right? I just never went. Well, he never invited me to trainings. He didn't really, to be honest. I uh, Later on, I asked him why he did not properly prospect me. What he said was he was really new in the business as well. He was maybe like less than a month. So what he told me was that he did not think that I would really go for it. So he he kind of just left me left me there. But luckily, because I got paid, I was curious and I started calling him and asking him questions. So he did um, send me a lot of links to training videos. And that's how I really got exposed to the to the opportunity. Wow. Um, so actually, that's a major lesson there. He kind of got lucky with you. Because he, you know, he shouldn't have prejudged you. But he did help you make a check, right? So, how, what did he do to help you make a check? What did he do? He just gave you a couple of customers. Yeah, he gave me a couple of customers, and that's when I got paid. I didn't even know how I got paid, but um, you know, just getting that check though, it kind of showed to me that it was a real business. Uh, I just wanted to know how it worked, and it took some time. Once I knew how it worked, though, I was just amazed by the opportunity. So uh, once you got started, you committed, you saw the vision, um, you had success very quick, 100,000 you know, in 18 months. Most people don't have that success. So what did you, first of all, let's share. So when you decided to, hey, I'm going to make, make this happen, I'm going to do this business, did you have success right away or did you still have to go through, was there first two months of challenges? Um, I, you know, I, I think I... I think I found success pretty quickly, more at least compared to what I, you know, the kind of time frame that I gave myself as far as uh, to when to succeed. Because um, even starting the business, you know, after watching the training videos and things like that, I knew it was going to be hard work because it's really it's training videos. Um, they they talk about how uh, people have to be really committed and really work hard to make it happen, but it's really a great opportunity. So I really did understand that it was a long-term commitment. So I did commit myself for about two years to see if it, you know, if it works or not. That, that was the time frame that I gave myself. And I also knew that I knew nothing about the profession. Uh, I knew nothing about how to run a business. I'm not a business person. So I knew I had to be a student of the profession. So what I decided to do was really invest a lot of time in personal development, learning from uh, the people who made it in the business, who succeeded in the business. So a lot of my initial few weeks, I spent a lot of time um, listening to conference call recordings, watching videos and things like that. And I think 
I thought it was going to take a long time, but over a week's period of time, I started to get it. So mm. I started sharing the business properly, which I didn't do. I wasn't do, doing at the time because I was really starting, but I guess I was doing it the right way from the beginning because I invested some time in personal development. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, it seems like you didn't have much upline support or big team, but you did a lot of the learning yourself. Um, I don't know if it's because I did not have the support. It's uh, it's just that I never reached out. Well, you know, I think mainly it's because I am at a I'm located in an area where um, our business does not have service. Well, it does right now, but at that that time, we were not in the market where I am at right now. So I was kind of a little uh, disconnected because of that. And just being an introvert, I believe, um, I, I thought I had to learn everything on my own. I, was, I, I learned things independently before in my life. Mm. So I thought it was the same thing here. But luckily, when I started um, you know, to enroll some consultants and things like that, my applied also um, paid attention to me and started reaching out to me. Um, the you know one of the million dollar earners in our business, and that really helped me a lot. In the initial stages, I was really on my own. I would say about maybe a month, but quickly you know they picked me up and they really started investing in me. And I think that's actually really what helped me succeed. Mm, that's a lot of good lessons here. Um, so the first lesson, ML Nation, is that you have to if you're a leader, you have downlines, you have to work deep. In the organization, so uh, you're a million dollar earner. You're not directly under the person, right? But they did a very, they're very good in terms of what they call tap rooting or working deep. Where anytime you run your company reports, you see a performer that's doing things. You have to go deep, even though you didn't sponsor them directly. You got to start working with that person because that person could be another Martha right there. Didn't have much just by herself, and so you got to work deep. That's one. That's one lesson. Um, the second lesson is you said. And I know your situation, your company. Uh, when you joined, the the company wasn't really open in California, right? So how did you grow your business? You went to um, you uh, did you go to Texas or what did you do? Um, that was a that's a very good question, Simon. I it was my biggest uh, fear of not being able to do the business when I when I was really when I started when I really decided to commit myself into the business. Um, I saw it as a as a as a an opportunity as well as a as a disadvantage. I saw it as an opportunity because I knew eventually my company would be in my market, and by then, if I grew um, higher up in the rank, then I would really be as as an at an advantage because I stayed ahead of the game. At the same time, I knew it was going to be challenging building the business. So, but. You know, I kept on thinking, sitting sitting in my living room, just thought about how I could do it. And one thing I knew, I understood at that time, because I'm an immigrant, and a lot of people that came from my country or from Ethiopia, which is a neighboring country, they're all over the U.S. because people immigrate and they're in different states. So I knew that through that connection, I could be connecting with people who are in service area. So that's exactly what I did. I started talking to people in the East Coast, uh, Midwest, Texas, and things like that. And, you know, and some people started joining my business and they started growing the business in that area. That's how it actually started to take off. So these were cold markets or they like referrals? How did you meet or did you use social media to meet these people? Actually, most of them are um, type of warm market. I mean, there are people I knew from back home, either through church connections or through college people that I went to college with somehow. Uh, but there weren't people that I was talking to on a regular basis. So we were connected through social media and, you know, we sometimes liked each other's pictures and things like that, but, you know, we weren't really connected. Actually, one of my friends uh, who lived in, in the East Coast, I posted a picture. I was in Washington, D.C. visiting, uh, actually, because of a work um, conference. And I took a picture of one of the um, the areas there and I posted it on Facebook and he commented. And that's when we connected. I didn't have his phone number. We connected and he, he actually joined my organization and is actually um, really building a big team right now. So That is fantastic. So how did, um, how does someone like you, you're, you say you're an introvert, become successful? 
pushing yourself to just get out of my comfort zone. Um, it's It wasn't easy. It really wasn't easy at the beginning. Uh, but I had a burning desire to make it work because I, I knew this was the best thing that ever crossed my way. Um, it was just um, a decision of whether I, I make it work or just, you know, um, embrace my fear and not do anything. And I didn't really want to do that. I, I do have some ambition. So I just decided to um, learn to connect with people and um, just, you know, it's a lot of self-talk. You know, I... I um, I'm an introvert at the beginning, like I, it's kind of hard for me to talk to people I don't know. But once I am, you know, it's my warm market, then I'm okay. I'm okay, like one to one and things like that. So I just kept on pushing myself and just putting myself at, um, um, out of my comfort zone. And um, slowly, I started to change. And I know I'm growing and I'll keep changing. It's, it's really, that's what, that's actually part of what excites me about this business is like the opportunity to transform yourself to the person that you want to be. Yeah. I, you know what? That's why I love network marketing because I believe that we're all born with unlim- unlimited potential, but it's because of our backgrounds, our programming, maybe screw or parents or friends. We start accepting that we living, that that's the way, whatever things are right now, that's the way things should always be. But that's not the case. We're all born with tons of potential. And uh, like for me, I was the reason I asked you that question, Martha, because I'm an introverted person, you know, and, it, you know, people, some people don't believe that. But I mean, when I go out there networking, I meet people, but I like to go back and hide in the cave, right? And that's how I get recharged. And, you know, I tell people, like, I like to eat lunch by myself. I'd rather eat lunch by myself any day than eat, eat lunch with someone else. I like, I like to go to watch movies and the entire movie theater by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Stepping outside a comfort zone, you learn a lot of things. Like I never thought I'd be doing a show like ML Nation or speak in stage. What is the thing that you discover about yourself? What are some maybe hidden talents when you step out of the comfort zone that you learned that you were proud of now, maybe even surprised and happy that you did that? What are some things you learned about yourself? Um, I think I started to discover that I am actually okay in connecting with people. Like a lot of people tell me that I'm very approachable and, uh, um, you know, I can hold conversations and things like that. I really didn't feel that that's how I was. And uh, actually recently I'm more into um, tapping the cold market now and I'm kind of pushing myself to talk to strangers and things like that. And uh, I'm finding it to be actually fun. Which I really didn't think I would ever, you know, um, see myself that way. Um, I'm st- I'm actually really st- starting to enjoy it, and I do love people. I like um, people in general. It just it just scared me to talk to them. And um, also, the other things that I started to notice is that I I do have good leadership abilities that I can really continue to grow, and uh, that would be a good thing for you know uh, be, becoming a leader is a good thing because you are able to influence people for good things and you are able to help a lot of people change their lives as well. So those are the things that I'm discovering as I'm doing my business. Very very cool. Uh, were there a book or video? I know you did a lot of personal development, a book or an audio or some type of training that you went to that really motivated you to step outside a comfort zone and keep that? Because I know it's, it's a lot of fear, but you, it's a lot of the positive self-talk. That you, was there a specific training they did that really made an impact on you? I think um, the book uh, by Eric Worre, GoPro, um, Seven Steps to Becoming a Network Marketing Professional, that really made a lot of change for me. Like I really knew that um, I all I needed to do was learn skills. Um, just knowing that a person like Eric Worre had struggles at the beginning and he is where he is right now. And just hearing other people's stories as well who are successful in my company and where they started that really motivated me, and I knew that um, if I kept on working on my skills, if I kept on developing myself, if I kept on, you know, transforming myself to the person that I want to be, then I knew I was going to be successful in it. So uh, in this business, so that's really what really got me. It's very exciting, and it is true because I've seen, I've watched myself. I've grown so much in the last uh, a year and some months. Um, and I know the best is yet to come. So I think reading books, the other book that I read at the beginning that really helped me is The Compound Effect. Mm, yes, definitely. That, 
Yeah, that was that was an eye opener. That was an eye opener, and I really started applying the principles there, as opposed to because I was working full time as I was doing my as I was building my network marketing business, and um, you know it it wasn't about. Uh, I knew that you know not having time is always like an excuse because you can always do little things every single day, and when they're compounded over time they do make a huge difference and you see huge results. So those are the two books that really helped me. Um, and I'm very grateful for my sponsor for, you know, just saying, oh, you got to read it, you got to read it. Like he kept on pounding me. So I finally said, okay, I better read these two books. So that really helped me at the beginning. You know, one of the main lessons that you shared right now, uh, ML Nation, I don't know if you caught this or not. And we're going back maybe like five, 10 minutes ago when you shared about how your company wasn't opened in California, but was open in other states. And I love your attitude, how you turned it, you know, it's a disadvantage or you can make it an advantage, right? Like, I think the the thing I love about the attitude is like, it's an, you can say it's a disadvantage because all my neighbors, all my people I work with, we can't really do the business here. But the advantage is you actually get to learn, eventually the market's going to open up. But the advantage is you can actually grow a successful business. So when it does open up, you're full blast. You can take, you know, you'll be, instead of starting from, you know, level one, you'll be at level nine, level 10, and you'll be taking advantage of that situation. And the reason I bring this up, because I've met a lot of distributors who, like, it's the same thing with different countries, right? They're like, oh, I wish uh, that the Philippines would open up. I wish the Mexico would open up. It, my business would grow. And then new distributors, they don't realize, even if the market opened up, you have no background, you have no experience, you're not going to take off, and the grass is always greener on the other side. It always seems like that way. But So if you're in a situation where you're from another country, and that country or the market or state's not opening up, take Martha's approach. That, hey, let me build this business somewhere else so that when that market's open up, you'll be going full speed. And I can even share from Martha, from my personal experience, like, uh, you know, supposedly there's rumors that 90 95% of the Philippines markets and then my downline, you know, I'm retired from my business, but a company still pays me. And, um, and with Philippines, you know, when I, when it opened up, I was like five, six years in the five, like five years in the business with experience when I went out there. But if I had gone that when the market had opened up and I'm not even a Filipino descent, but if the market opened up when I was in year one, like, you know, the, in my company, Mexico, Singapore opened up, Korea opened up. I wasn't experienced. I couldn't take advantage of it. You know, and you can see even when Malaysia opened up, and that was my first like, big break for me, uh, I, I had success, but none of the success like in the Philippines because I wasn't as experienced. So I love your attitude, Martha. Like, hey, I'm going to go and build it out, out, elsewhere, and it's probably definitely harder building it in different states. So when California opens up, you can really take advantage of that. So I love, love that attitude. And something, ML Nation does something. It's all about mindset, you know, turning a disadvantage into an advantage. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you, Simon. Yeah. So I want to... Um, what was the aha moment? Like, you know, you're learning the business and now, over the, you know, you earn over 100 grand in a couple of months. What was the aha moment or the light bulb moment where your business really took off? Um, I think my aha moment really came when I decided to invest in time in personal development. And this is very early in my business, you know, because um, just reading the books and just exposure the exposure that the books gave me about the profession because I really didn't know anything about network marketing before that. And to just know that there is this um, type of opportunity that provides equal opportunity for all. You know what, Simon, before, uh, let me just go back a little bit. Um, for, for the longest time during my stay in the United States, one thing that really bothered me is that um, a lot of immigrants come to the U.S., they might be very highly educated and somehow they get lost in the system and uh, they, they're, they're doing really low paying jobs and not able to advance in life. They're just maintaining their day to day life and um, they have to support family back home and things like that. And these people are very intelligent. They have a lot of potential, but somehow they're not. They just don't get in the right environment or they don't have the right influences. So um, the quality of the life that they live is really poor. I've seen so many people um, who come from my country, they would start attending our church. And then within a you know, few years, they disappear from church because they have to, to work 60, sometimes 80 hours per week. And they don't have time 
to to for their families or to even come to church and things like that. And that always bothered me and I just didn't see any solution to it. However, when I saw what network marketing can do, like how it works and the compensation plan and how people can actually earn enough money just working part time and how it would be able they would be able to have time to do to live a quality life that really excited me that was really my aha moment it wasn't just about me it was about the many people who are very deserving that i was going to be able to influence to show this business to show this system where they can actually make a difference in their lives that knowledge that just um i think that's when i really really got really excited and i decided it just made a commitment to go to to do it to be all in and to create a success so that other people can see what i've done and start believing in it as well let's share another part of your journey another story uh, what would you consider your worst moment in network marketing in these last couple of months uh I would say that my first moment, my worst moment is really um, at the beginning was very challenging. It was very challenging to um, to just accept the fact that some people are not going to think of me very highly because I am involved in, in network marketing. I, it scared me. It really scared me because I thought to myself, oh, what are my friends going to say? Uh, they're going to think of me really less because, uh, you know, because of all the stigma that's associated with uh, network marketing. Um, And I just never considered myself a salesperson. So I, you know, I just thought, oh, my goodness, I'm going to be seen as a salesperson. And that was really, really scary. And I remember one moment, actually, as I was, this is at at the beginning, as I was kind of like contemplating, should I go all in, should I not, and things like that. So there was a moment when the you know, the fear of rejection really overwhelmed me, even before I started talking to people. And uh, I was really tempted to, you know, to kind of withdraw from my decision to do it. Uh, But then, thank God, I really started to think, you know, started to weigh the advantage and the disadvantage. I say, okay, I put one of the advantages, you know, I if I do this, I could be doing some great things and, you know, influence a lot of people as well. The disadvantage is people are going to think of me less. So I said, which one is bigger? And immediately I saw, you know, it really doesn't matter what people think at this time. And I knew it was going to be temporary at that point. So I'm just going to have, it really matters what I believe. If I believe in it, then I should just make it work. And when people see that it works, then they might change their mind. So I, I made that decision not to... Um, kind of submit to the fear, but really face the, to the fear. And that that decision really helped me change my way around. But that was really a challenging moment. And, you know, being able to to have that self-talk really helped me get out of it. Yeah, that's really good. Because um, I think going through, facing the rejection, the stigmatism, everyone goes through that. And I love what you said, that it's only going to be temporary. And like the only thing that matters is what you think. Because as you build your business and you become successful, people eventually going to change. And it's all about belief, right? And I think one thing you did was you invested a lot in personal development and that increases your belief and confidence. So mm-hmm. um, let's shift another shift gears a little bit. What would you consider your proudest moment so far in network marketing? My proudest moment so far um, is when I uh, saw the business really working. Because um, at the beginning, you know, when well, through the presentations, learning about the compensation plan, I knew it was a great opportunity. But when it started to work for me and, um, you know, when I was able to eliminate um, a huge debt, um, a huge amount of debt that I had, I carried in credit card debts and car loans and things like that within just one year, um, I it was just, it was just an, an amazing feeling. I was really, really proud of not myself, what the profession can do, what the uh, opportunity can do for a lot of people that are uh, in this, that was, that were, that are in the same shoes that I was. Um, one of my my team members came and told me that he he's going to graduate school, and he told me that he's no longer taking student loans because his part time business is actually paying for his tuition. 
And, you know, hearing stories like that, you know, what the business and the, the opportunity can do for other people and for myself, that's just the proudest moment that I would say was. Very cool. You know, I love immigrants because their work ethic. And I always, you know, one of the things, the strategy I did when I was building my business was target. I mean, of course, all prospects are good, but I'll specifically target uh, either Gen Y, young, because they're open-minded, generally, and also immigrants because they have an amazing work ethic. And like what you said, Martha, a lot of these immigrants, they may have had like professional jobs, accountants, doctors, lawyers, um, business people in the home country, but they come to the U.S. or they come to like, for, even if they go to Canada or Australia or any first world country, all of a sudden they're doing like really average jobs that they're way overqualified, right? But because you don't have the education or language. So when you approach them, they're really, really hungry and they'll go all out for this business. So can you give some tips to ML Nation on how to approach immigrants? What are some things that will get them excited about the business? Um, I think in general, immigrants have um, um, an issue with trust, like trusting the system that works. They're very skeptical, I would say. And the best way to approach them, to be honest, is really show them the compensation plan and be successful in it as well. You know, they really need to see that uh, we're making it like um, so, of course, you know, it's kind of catch 22 because I, I need people in order for me to be successful and they need my success in order for, me, for them to be in it. But uh, when there's like never give up on on your prospects, because um, once they see that it's working for you, they will come and be on board because they're very hungry. As you said, Simon, they they want to really um, succeed. They are looking for opportunities, but there's a lot of skepticism and fear that holds them back as well. And a lot of self-development, a lot of personal development is also needed. So I really believe that um, just promoting trainings and uh, plugging them into trainings also helps because it's really giving hope to the people whose hopes have been broken. That's mm. how I see it. And, uh, you know, if we, if we just never give up and continue to do that, I think we are able, we are going to be able to influence more and more people and just bring some great changes in their lives. That is really good. Giving hope to those who hopes are broken. Um, really good stuff. We'll put that in the show notes page. Uh, you had talked about it's a catch 22, right? They need to see success, but you need, you need them to be successful. So how do you get around that? Um, I guess it's just, um, you know, um, when I, when I approach my prospects first, some of them got it, you know, I was fortunate enough, they joined and some of them didn't, those who didn't, I always say to myself, you know, a prospect is a prospect until death does us apart. So I never really give, give up on them. I'm always following up on them and just, you know, updating them of my own success and uh, going back to them. But you just have to say next. You just have to go to new people and just continue to be never give up because a few people say no. Never give up because, um, you know, people are not accepting. And also approach it from an educator standpoint. You know, I consider myself as an educator, not a salesperson. Um, mm. Because I, I, I know that the reason people say no to opportunities like this, it's not because they don't have needs. It's not because they don't have reasons um, that they want, you know, why they would want to, to do this. But it's because they are not educated. They don't know. I think if it was not mere luck that I was in the business already, um, when I started getting educated about it, I probably wouldn't have joined as well. I was very skeptical about it. So it's really not giving up on them, just, you know, using different opportunities to educate them, empathize a lot, not try to convince people or, you know, just show them that you're right. Just empathize and, you know, um, communicate from their standpoint and uh, gain their trust so that you are able to, to educate them. Really so, good stuff. Really good. So it's basically you, you are relating to them, just caring and relating to them, like communicating from their standpoint. And, That's right. and it's like, it's not about you. It's about them. The one you can relate to them and think about where they're coming from. Then you can see the fears and the lack of knowledge and, um, the, or the lack of education about it. Then you come, I love the way you put it. Like you're approaching them as an educator and not a salesperson. Good stuff. Uh, Martha, as we go towards the end of the show, some really quick questions to pick your brain. Okay. And, uh, the first one is what is one, and these could be really quick, uh, one sentence answers. What is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? 
<laughs> this is kind of a hard question, Simon, because I have a favorite success call almost every week. So <laughs> but I'll say what's, what comes up like this week. Um, fear has two meanings. Forget everything and run or face everything and rise. The choice is yours. And that's by Zig Ziglar. That is good. Can you repeat that? That is a really good one. Fear has two meanings. Forget everything and run or face everything and rise. The choice is yours. That is good. Good stuff. Um, what's one habit that's helped you become successful? Um, being consistent and being coachable. Um, being consistent, doing at least one thing for my business every single day. And I think that kind of creates momentum. You know, my first commitment was really to um, do a little bit at a time, but that actually creates momentum. And I was doing a lot at a time on a daily basis. And it's really exciting that that happens. And the other thing is being very coachable because, you know, as adults, we think, you know, we can do it our own way and things like that. But this is not a business of innovation. It's really a business of duplication. So just learn from the leaders, duplicate what they're doing, and success will be yours. What's the best piece of advice you ever received? Best piece of advice that I received is if you're not uncomfortable, then you're not growing. Mm, I like that. And you definitely made yourself uncomfortable. Uh, you're the introvert that went outside your comfort <laughs> zone. So it's good. Uh, so, uh, Martha, what's your favorite prospecting tool? So say someone's interested, a prospect's interested. Do you send them a link to the online video? Do you do a webinar? Do you do a Skype one-on-one -on -one meeting? Or do you sit down with a magazine, a newsletter? What do you like to use? Um, there are two, two um, prospecting tools that I like to use. One of them is uh, online video. And uh, a lot of people just see that and after three-way calls or things like that, they join. They And some people, they want to know more. And when that happens, I do like to use a slideshow presentation, which I usually do um, by sc using screen sharing online. Do you have a favorite online resource like a Dropbox or Evernote or favorite app on your phone that you like to use or recommend? Um, Facebook is one of my favorites because it's really uh, um, an online community where it allows us to to connect with people but other other apps that i'm coming across as well there's one app that's called shopper and it's a networking app um, that actually is used by a lot of professionals so you put your profile in there and then uh, you know people who share the same interest you know the the uh, app itself it's a data-driven type of thing and it kind of gives you a few people that you may want to talk to so i'm kind of i'm really new into that i'm really using it and i like it and the other the other really cool app is close it's a relationship management um app it's free and um it's really great for tracking your appointments your prospects your prospect status and things like that it's it's really really cool cool we will check it out and I know you mentioned, for, in terms of books, you mentioned GoPro, Compound Effect. Those are like one of the most recommended books on the show. Any other book you could recommend to ML Nation? Think and Grow Rich. I, I really, really love that book. I Actually, my sponsor recommended that book to me at the beginning. But <laughs> you're going to laugh at this, Simon. Uh, the, the title repelled me because, you know, I wasn't really into rich, being rich or anything like that because I, I, I didn't have a positive um, understanding about wealth at that time. So I actually refused to read it. But, uh, of course, I've changed my mind about that because uh, being rich doesn't mean being, um, you know, it's, it's actually a good thing because money can help you do a lot of stuff. But, you know, because I listen to MLM Nation and um, believe it or not, I get my reading list from your show. Every time um, a leader mentions a book, then I go buy it. And Think and Grant Rich was mentioned so many times that I finally decided I better read this book. And after I read it, oh, my gosh, it's just I think everybody need, needs to read that book because it's really about, um, you know, your mindset change mindset change that really can help you become successful in business and in life in general. Definitely. So since you said, first of all, thank you for listening to ML Nation and sharing how you get the recommend, list of recommended books. Since you said that, I'm going to put you on the spot. Can you share one more book that you that's not been mentioned on ML Nation? That that's, has not been mentioned yes. on ML Nation. Or maybe mentioned only casually once or twice. 
So uh, like GoPro, Compound Effect, Think and Grow Rich, mentioned many times. Is there a book that people may not be as familiar with but really helped you out? Um, I can't think of any right now. I'm sure there's a few, but I really can't think of any right now. And of course, GoPro and uh, uh, the Compound Effect, I, I discovered those books before I started listening to MLM Nation. And of course, it's being mentioned, but the Bible is another one. Um, the Bible has um, tons of wisdom that we can draw from, and it's it's. Uh, I think it's the best personal development book, and it's really amazing, actually, as I'm discovering this personal development books. Um, how how much of the principles that are written there are really biblical principles, and I, I just love that. But uh, one book I just remembered right now, actually, and this is way before. I started my my uh, network marketing profession that I read that book. It's Boundaries by Henry Cloud and um, uh, Th- um, John Townsend. Um, I love that book because it really teaches you about uh, boundaries in relationships, and it's just something that I really like. Mm, good stuff. Good. So that was a trick question. Good. And, <laughs> and ML Nation, I know you love audio, so you can get a free audio book at MLMNationBook.com. So all those books at GoPro, Compound Effect, you can get the audio version, get a free copy at MLMNationBook.com. So Martha, here's the last question, the million-dollar question. Are you ready? I am ready, Simon. MLM Nation, if you want to start sponsoring more distributors, how to learn to overcome objections, how to have more confidence and posture, and also couple proven closes. I highly recommend you check out my free training. It's a two-hour webinar. It is a little long, I warn you, but it will give you the goods you need. I've gotten testimonies where they've learned more from that webinar than from, than from their entire company training. Okay, That's how good it is. Again, um, don't listen to me. Look at the other testimonials. Check it out yourself. Just go to sponsoringworkshop.com. I offer it because it's so popular. I offer it a couple times a day and also a couple of days of the week. So it doesn't matter what time zone, you can access it. Sponsoringworkshop.com. And these are basically the same strategies and scripts and the confidence builder things, like self-talk things, little tricks, stuff that I do to help me overcome my shyness, my introvertness. I'm a very introverted person. So uh, check it out, sponsoringworkshop.com. You know the million-dollar question. You've listened to all the episodes. So if you had to start all over again and you knew no one but you all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom, what's the first thing you do to find prospects or the first place you go to find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch? I think knowing that what I know now, it's all about going out and just meet meet people, you know, as you're doing your daily life activities, um, you know, you could be talking to people at grocery sto- stores or coffee shops or when you're traveling at the airports and things like that. People are everywhere. It's just a matter of um, creating conversations, connections, uh, starting conversations, making friends exchanging numbers, building relationships and friendships is really what I would do. As we wrap up, Martha, any last words or advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you and contact you? Any last word of advice? Um, I think I would say never quit and invest in personal growth, personal development. Um, I believe if people stay in the game, they will win. But it's not just staying in the game. It's also um, being in action, do the work, um, um, just face the challenges, and uh, also really invest in personal development, attend all of your company events and non-company events as well, uh, become more in order to, to earn more, um, uh, just like uh, Jim Ron said. So it's, that's really my advice. And the best way for people to contact me, I'm on Facebook. Martha Ermias, E-R-M-I-A-S is my last name. Um, they can also call me at 972-979-8424. 972-979-8424. ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you may hang out with Martha Ermias. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and type in Martha M-A-R-T-H-A at the search bar and the show notes and all those nuggets of wisdom that Martha just shared will pop right up. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So Martha, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We are grateful to you and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much, Martha, and God bless you. Thank you so much, Simon, for having me and God bless you too. ML Nation, I want to 
remind you to check out a tool that really helped me out, helped my downlines. It's actually the thing I gifted to my downlines to help them build their belief so they wouldn't quit. And I also use it as a prospecting tool. And that is Networking Times. Networking Times is a bi-monthly, I think, I think that's the right term, bi-monthly, comes out every two months, a journal that features all top leaders providing training. So it's kind of like ML Nation, but it's from print and online as well. There's an online version, there's also a print version, and it really made a big impact for me. I remember I got I started out in 2004, 2005, where I got my first issue, and then I gifted to all my leaders, helped them build their belief, and they can say the rest is history. So check it out. Go to um, mlnation.net forward slash times. Okay, mlnation.net forward slash times. It's an awesome publication. It will definitely help your business. Hey, ML Nation, this is Simon Chan for a quick recap and review from a great training from Martha Ermias. Make sure you go to mlnation.net, search for Martha, M-A-R-T-H-A, connect with her. Really good mindset training, um, just incredible woman, an immigrant, and just making it happen in a very short time. She even gave you her phone number. So just go to mlnation.net, search for Martha, and her contact info will be right there. Couple of main lessons I want to emphasize. You know, it's, you know, success about attitude. And I always talk about the immigrants. I love immigrants, their hunger, the work ethic. Um, Martha was pushing herself outside the comfort zone, right? Pushing herself outside. And she always, you know, how did she do that? How was the self-talk, the things that held her back were through personal development, reading the books and compound effect. The book Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Just do it a little bit every day. Right, So if you're shy, like Martha, she was shy talking to co-market. She just did a little bit a day, a little bit a day. Maybe just making talking to one co-market today in the grocery store. Then tomorrow, maybe extend it to, maybe do it three days in a row. And then maybe a week from now, talk to two people a day. It adds up. It's like the compound interest. It's the compound effect. It adds up, adds up. And now, you know, Martha discovers she's good at, actually, she's actually, even though she's an introvert, she's actually good at connecting with people. She enjoys the co-market. Her leadership has grown. Um, it all starts with what I call the inner game, the mindset. And so a couple of other things. Turning a disadvantage into advantage. And what I said on the show is so true. I get so many requests from people. This is back in the day when I was building and also even now. Oh, I can't wait for my country. You know, if someone's from another country, I can't wait for this country to open up. I can't wait for this state to open up. Wow, you know, that is the grass is greener mentality. If you're not having success in a home market, you're probably not having, can't have success in the other market. Trust me. If anything, the other market is a way, way difficult. You know, Martha, for her situation was her actually home state wasn't open. So she went there and built other places, right? She didn't wait. Oh, let me just take it easy and go when I wait for this market to open up, go, then go full blast. Or she didn't complain about it and said, hey, let me go build so that when this market opens up, it's going to be a piece of cake. It's going to be easy for me. Same things. If you want to expand another country, just like I shared, I would expand to Malaysia and Philippines, especially the Philippines. Uh, it's been awesome for me. I love Filipinos. I've become so many good friends with them. You know, with Philippines, uh, I have over 70,000 downlines just in the Philippines alone. But it always started out, you know, if I went there, if that market opened up where I first started, no matter how awesome opportunity, I wouldn't have had that success because I wasn't experienced enough. So make sure you focus on your home market first. And I've focused on building the U.S. and my L.A. market, New York market before like I even went to another country. So focus on your home market. And it's really the mindset of turning disadvantage into an advantage. Now, um, another great, great lesson was about tap rooting, working deep on your lines. And Martha, she actually didn't mention his uh, name on the show, but Tian Bui is her upline. Tian Bui has been on ML Nation. Just type in Tian, T-H-I-E-N, T-H-I-E-N. Great leader. Once he saw someone with some great attitude, with some little performance, productivity, he immediately went deep, deep, deep in the lake and stopped working with that person. Never See, this business is not about duplicating downlines. See, that's a myth. You don't, most downlines are not going to do much. It's about duplicating leaders. So if you have an organization, if you spot anyone there with some type of activity, you got to go down there. Even if it's not someone you sponsored, even though it's maybe 20 levels deep, you start working with that person. And that's what Tian did and helped Martha get to where she is today. Another thing that Martha shared was immigrants, right? Uh, immigrants, sometimes they're great work ethic. They come from smart backgrounds, but they're working below because of the language skills or lack of education. They don't have a degree. They're working in jobs that they're probably overqualified for, like working in restaurants and stuff, but they're very skeptical. So you have to build the trust. 
right? Build the trust, promote the trainings, uh, use that as motivation for you to be successful. And some people may not get it, so just move on. But it's really about, I love the quote, giving hope to those who, whose hope are broken. Giving hope to those whose hope are broken. Another tip from Martha was approach people as an educator, not as a salesperson. So when she's approaching these immigrants, a lot of them didn't know about network marketing. She was an educator. And in order to be an educator, you got to, like she said, it, you got to communicate at their level, at their standpoint, where they are. Not where what you have to say, but where are they? Think about your prospects. Uh, what's, what are they going through? How old are they? If, for someone that age, what do they think about? Do they have children? Do they have kids? What goes on in their minds? communicate their level and educate them. And when they become educated, they will see why network marketing is such an awesome profession. Last last thing from Martha, and I love this, she, the quote she shared from Zig Ziglar, fear you can, means either fear everything and run, fear everything and run, or face everything and rise. I love that. In ML Nation, we're a nation that rises. Go face everything and rise. I love, love that. Thank you for listening. If you love ML Nation, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. The reviews mean really important, especially to our team. We're five people that work very hard to release these episodes three times a week for you. Um, and then, you know what? Made my day was to hear that Martha, she started listening to this and it's helped her grow her business. So it's really awesome. It's kind of full, come full circle. And now she's on and she's sharing her experience, her success to you. Um, you know, making six figures in the, you know eight, 18 months is no small feat, especially... Uh, someone who's introverted, shy, quiet, no sales experience is really, really incredible. So, Martha, thank you for sharing that. It made my day. Uh, ML Nation, thanks for listening. Share this episode with others. Inspire other people. Remember, fear, either fear everything and run or face everything and rise. So ML Nation, we are a group that faces everything and we rise. And we go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.